Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Vitamin G Gaming Podcast and your host, FC Violent. Hey, uh, Reggie. Yo, we're here, we're live, we're live, we're live. What's going on, YouTube? It's your boy, FC Violent, and we are Vitamin G Gaming Podcast. We're back with the crew. Get your weekly dose of that Vitamin G. Oh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, man. A lot of stuff to talk about. My man knows with a big-ass grin on his face because he already know what time it is. You already know what time it is. So anyway, I'm going to introduce the panel. We're going we're gonna to get into these topics. I'm going to shout out the chat, and uh, let's get started, man. A lot, to, a lot of stuff to talk about. But first, let me go to my guy, Mr. Ash Ketchum himself. New logo. Reggie, man, or AKA Zero. What you doing, bro? What you been playing, man? What's up with that avatar? AKA Simon Belmont. Uh, this is an honor of me finishing Castlevania Season 3, uh, which if you have not seen it, please watch this show. It's probably the best video now. Right? Maybe it's better than Sonic. I actually saw the Sonic movie last night. Better oh. than Sonic. But Sonic movie, not bad. Not bad. Um... <sighs> I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, wait. I'm gonna decide. Did. I got some thoughts on the Sonic movie. <laughs> oh, needed to do, and I was like, "Well, good for them." Like it seemed fun. Um, so and that ties into what I've been playing because the free game for PS Plus this month was Sonic Heroes. I think is what it's called. Yep. Heroes. Is it Heroes? Okay. So I I dived into Sonic Heroes. It's fine, I guess, for a Sonic game. Um, 
you can customize your own character. I got a cat. Um, he runs fast. All the boards are kind of linear. I, I can't say much else about it. Um, dug in pretty deep with the Modern Warfare Warzone um, sort of Fortnite-ass Battle Royale game. It's good. Um, I think they've done some really unique things, particularly like when you die, you go to the gulag, and in the gulag, you basically 1v1 a person. If you win, you get to automatically respawn. If you lose, then your That's team pretty- has to then buy you back. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so games take a little longer, so they're not for me, because I like my battle royales to go quick once I'm dead, like to move on to the next one. Um, but it's not bad. I like what they're doing. I'm going to keep an eye on it uh, to see where it goes from there. This could be pretty big. Um, but otherwise, that's it. That's all I've been playing. Well, that's what's up. That's what's up. Let me get this thing squared away. Okay, we got Omar back in the building. All right. All right. Let me go to the next guy here, man. Mr. Kofi, creative underscore Kofi. What's going on, bro? What you been playing? Not too much, man. Good to see y'all. I have been playing a ton of Neo 2. I'll be honest, it's as much as I can get in when I'm at home <laughs> being a dad as well. Um, but Neo 2 is great. I'm sure we'll have an opportunity to talk about that. A little bit of Yakuza 7, a little bit of Dreams, a little bit of Sakura Wars. And I finally started Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 4, the of end course. of Saga. So it of is course. the ninth game where the 10th game will be out in Japan this summer. It is my number one game this year, anticipation-wise. So I need to be ready. And finishing Cold Steel 4 is going to just be overarching thing I do between all these other games. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, man. Like, again, we got a lot to talk about. And I definitely want to touch on Neo 2 because it feels like no one else is really talking about it, So we're going to do it here. Um, all right. And uh, I'm, I'm going to introduce my guy, Nubs, last. But let, let me introduce the Mr. Late Party, Mr. Omar, the the pony himself. What's going on, bro? What you been doing, man? Okay. So I finished Ori. I actually finished it on normal, and now I'm playing it on hard. Just to prove that's not very hard. It's actually right. not not hard, but more time consuming. Time consuming. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I started um, what's called record. It looked fucking awful, but it played okay. And yeah, so because of that, I had to take a break from the hard game. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right, and last but not least, my guy, Captain Xbox, Nubs, man. This is your day. What's up, bro? <laughs> hey, what's going on? Um, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but um, I'm going through a rebranding phase with uh, all my social media. So, um, Lord Butter Nubs doesn't exist anymore. It's oh. gone. It's out of here. What is it now? <laughs> um, it's Jubei Sensei now. So, oh. it's, it's more... More aligned with uh, my music name and shit. So, okay. um, I didn't. I didn't want to go through having to make double social medias for both of these things. So, but everybody here all, knows you as Nubs, man. It's gonna be hard to hey. switch you from Nubs to Jubei Sensei. You can still call me Nubs. Just know where you can find me now. So, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> okay, Jubei. All right, man. Let me let me shout out the chat, man. I appreciate you guys coming through. J Slayer J66, salute to you. The Colonius Games. Tell the Brit to get his ass in here. Uh, Jubei Sensei's in there, of course. We got Brandon Bryce. What's going on, bro? Patreon member. 
Uh, Omar's in the chat. Nate Clinton, what's going on? Unk. And uh, my guy, Christopher Hart Day. Appreciate you guys for coming through. Smack that or karate chap that like button. Share this out. And for those who are new, please subscribe. Uh, that way you get more content from ours truly. All right, let's get, in, let's get into these topics. Man. We're going to skip the gaming news. There's a lot of content, especially that happened last week, as well as going on to today. So we're going we're gonna to get into it. But first, let's talk about what happened last week. The big news, the big news. Let's talk about that crunch. Naughty Dog uh, is is in is was in the uh, I guess the news with the with with the crunch because of an ex developer as well as Jason Schreier. For you guys who don't know, I know a lot of other podcasts have talked about it, but it's time for us to get our opinion on it. But I'm gonna go straight to Omar because I know you got a lot to say on this topic. What's your take on the whole Naughty Dog situation with the ex developer who now works for EA? What's your take on Crunch in general? And uh, yeah, let let the people hear your voice, my dude. Yeah, okay. So EA, that's all you need to say. He works <laughs> at EA now. The same EA that forced them to work, to work on Frostbite Engine. And the same EA that's been the worst developers uh, for how many years? Straight now, they have uh, won that award. Also, this is this guy, yeah? He used photos from uh, a developer having a period, and her period was so heavy that you had to go to, her, to the hospital. He used that photo, saying that she is hospitalized because of crunch. That type of fraud I'm talking about. Jeez. If you want pictures, I have pictures. I have tons of pictures about this fraud. This is also the same guy that promoted his uh, book and was talking. Uh, very have uh, very um uh in a good way about Naughty Dog before mm. he got fired. So don't come talk to me and tell me about French when you were fucking Naughty Dog off a year <laughs> ago or two ago. Don't okay. Don't come tell me about Crunch when you knew what you're going to get into. And also, this is not um. Naughty Dog issue. You have uh, 3D Project Red, uh, Project Red, literally promising them, promising people they are not going to have crunch. Only for what? To come out later and say, oh, sorry, we're going to have crunch, but we will promise it was going to be less crunch, less heavy than um, what's called uh, The Witcher 3. Yeah. So, is crunch an issue? Of course it's an issue. But if someone's going to do something about it, then he, he or she needs to highlight crunch in general, not mm. just in one company. And that's my biggest issue, and I call them a fraud. Because he tried, and he doesn't, he didn't try, he actually lied about this. And that's the biggest problem. And also, one of the developers working at, uh, uh, she is actually, I'm not sure if she is an artist or something, she put him on blast, like, mm -hmm. she made him shut up. I have pictures if you want. Yeah, you can send it to, send it to the DM or show it on your screen, and then I'll I'll, I'll share it. Uh, oh, the, the person you're talking about is the actually current developer that works for Naughty Dog. She was um, adding the, uh, I forgot the guy's name that was, uh, that uh, he retweeted Jason Schreier's news, talking about, yeah, it's true. Basically, what he Jonathan did was she, Cooper, wasn't yeah, yeah, Jonathan Cooper. Basically, the issue that she had was. 
that it's like, look, you you could talk about Crunch, but she didn't appreciate you talking about her former, you know, former colleagues. Like, hey, don't mention us. Don't call us baby developers or newbies, or whatever. Like, at Naughty Dog, don't at us. And that's what she had an issue with. Um, so I'm curious to see what uh, others have to say with this. I'm gonna go with Nubs, and then I'm gonna Kofi to go in at there. So, so, so I'm sorry, Jubei Sensei. Damn, see, so yeah, that shit's hard. All right, so Mr. Jubei. What is what's your take on all this when it comes to Nani Dog? I mean, because they're in the spotlight now. Jason Schreier is the one from Kotaku who really is um, carrying the torch about this whole crunch thing. And they just highlighted Naughty Dog because of the whole 70% of people who worked on the uh, uh, Uncharted 4 is no longer there. What is your take on this, man? Um, I mean, the, the, the thing I was upset with is, like, the, the loss of that talent. I mean... Mm. It's gonna happen, but that kind of exodus, like, there's more behind it than people getting poached. Nobody's gonna poach seventy percent of your staff. You feel me? Like that—that that, that doesn't make sense unless they had ample reason to want to leave. Um, as far as him, I did not like him like throwing his colleagues under the bus. Like, you yeah, can, you're supposed that. to say what you want about Naughty Dog, yo. Like, don't directly disrespect the people you worked with. You know what I'm saying? Even if there was some semblance of truth, like, say, you know, there are some junior developers there, like, but you painted it out, like, everybody there is just, like, fucking inept. Like, I, I don't believe that. Either. You know, like, I, I thought he was kind of petty in that regard. Like, if he, if he had just kept it about Naughty Dog, yeah, nobody could say shit about him. Like, nobody would say shit to him. His colleague wouldn't have had to come out there and, you know, <laughs> try to roast his ass real quick. Cause he shut up. He shut up super promptly after that. Omar was on, like, was completely right about that. Like, he like he did the whole Homer Simpson fading into the bushes. Like, as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as she tweeted that shit, he was gone. He ain't said shit. So, I think I think he should have just kept it at the company and yeah. instead of you know calling trying to call out individuals or some shit to try to hype himself up. Because now, even if you know a lot of that bad shit is was going on, which I still you know there. It's a good chance, like you just shot all your credibility because you're a snake. Because you out here, yeah, you know, you out here bad mouthing your peers. So that that's my take on it. Like it's fucked up. I know Crunch exists, so I'm not gonna you know sit here and say that that shit's a myth because we we know this from even from from RDR two with people coming out and talking about it. Like the shit's real. It affects people, and something eventually it's gonna come to a head and going to affect us. So we we kind of do need to. Keep shit like that in mind. Okay. And I hope, and I, and I hope, you know, devs are, you know, also seeing that possibility. Right, we're going to talk a little more about the crunch aspect after. After I'm going to just get everybody's take on the actual Naughty Dog's um, opinion on here. I actually have this tweet up. Uh, let me go to Kofi while I bring this tweet up. Yeah. So I mean, listening to Jason Schreier in general, uh, there are a lot of things I disagree with Jason Schreier on, but I mm -hmm. I always hold him in high esteem because one of the, the closest game series to me uh, was quote unquote exposed by him. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this is back in 2015. It had to do with uh, the localization hell that Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky went through when, when for four years we don't know what was going on. And he was one of the, the lead people to write about why that happened. So I, I'm always going to hold him up for that because it, it's close to me. For this particular uh, scenario, I think he's trying to be transparent on difficulties of what crunch can cause at Naughty Dog. You know, one of the representative developers that we all think of when we think of the greats. So I understand that. Um, 
when it came to Jonathan Cooper, I think he was going for clout way too much when he started mentioning, like, there were certain things that made me go, oh, I hope that's not happening to him. When Something about um, he was going to have his paycheck taken away because of him not agreeing to sign some sort of NDA or something like that. That At first, I was on his side. I was like, so, something like that, that's disappointing. And then, you know, he, he kept trying to go for cloud. And like uh, Jube mentioned, there's just a couple of things in there where it's like, you're just trying to get attention now. And then people start showing um, your tweets from just one year ago where you're all, you know, it's all hunky-dory. We good. Mm-hmm. So well, that's kind of uh, uh, made me just not, his validity goes way down. Um, I don't, I don't want crunch, but I don't think crunch I don't think greatness exists without something like crunch. Mm. When people obsess over something to be the absolute best, I don't care if it's a sport, I don't care if it's a or the skill that you're building, people who sacrifice that that kind, they're they're usually a little bit weird, right? When I think of somebody yeah. like Tom Brady, they're a, little, they're a little bit strange, but they're great, right? So if Naughty Dog is looking to bring on people who have this specific obsession with greatness, that's that is their decision. That's a fast lane. I could I could see that as okay. You can't stay here for twenty years and then expect to yeah. have all the normal life, you know, um, events that most people want to go through. So, I get it. Have your time there. Be in the fast lane, and then when when it's time to slow down a little bit, <laughs> go to EA, which I don't even want to talk about how much I don't like them. So fair enough. Fair enough. All right. All right. Um. I'm, well, we we'll again we're gonna talk about the crunch issue separately. Um. I definitely want to get Reggie's point here because being a Nintendo guy, apparently they don't suffer from crunch. But before I go to you, Slow Mo Backslap, my guy, says uh, there's a difference between crunch and extreme crunch, though. And I think that's so I have to, I have to reiterate there's crunch in every aspect. There's, there's when, when it comes to closing and going into the gold stage of where they finish the, the actual game development, there's always going to be some, some type of crunch. You know, it's, it's like, you know, the final hurdle. My damn dog, yeah, but but the but the issue that we see here for Naughty Dog and other developers like Red Dead or um, like Rockstar is they do extreme crunch, which is prolonged prolonged exposure to overwork um, um, issues like month after month, three months, six months, things like that, and that's where that's what we as as I guess, I guess the gaming public is actually more concerned with because that has a health risk attached to it. But before we get to the actual cr- crunch issue. I want to go to Reggie and see his take on this whole Naughty Dog, Jason Schreier, who seems to be carrying the torch to these developers um, about, you know, the underlying issue that's happening in, in the game industry. Yeah, I um for for I think there are like two different things that happened um, for Jason Schreier. I think he's one of the if you want to consider someone an actual video game journalist with a capital J, like he's it right. Like he's sim- it, I don't particularly think he has an axe to grind or an agenda to push. He's simply saying, hey, guys, here's what's happening. Um, do with it as you will. This isn't the first time he's talked about it. And this isn't the first time he's talked about just issues that plague video games. Like, you know, Kofi said, and localization issues. Nobody was probably really going to bring that up. Yep. Um, but he, as a journalist, again, capital J, air quotes here, He's like, well, this is what's happening in the news right now. Like, we should at least highlight it, right? Like, whether or not you care is a whole nother thing. But for someone like Tyler, um, he did care. And so, like, that makes a lot more sense. Jonathan Cooper, uh, I actually kind of agree with Slow Mo. Um, 
I, his messaging was okay, but the way he delivered it was all wrong. And so you kind of drew yourself away. And what happens is, um, when you when you hear the word crunch, people automatically flick to one thing. It's like, oh, if you don't want to work that hard, then maybe you should leave. Or you know, every industry has crunch and so forth and so on, uh, which is true. Um, and a bunch of things can be true, but he can be like, uh, slow-mo said he could be a dick about how he went about it and he was completely wrong about it. And I was sitting there like, how, does anyone know how old he is? Uh, you mean, you mean Cooper or Jason Schreier? Cooper. I'm not exactly sure. He looked like he's in his like late thirties, early forties. Okay. My, and the only reason I ask is cause I, I, I look to people sometimes younger, but mostly they tend to trend older. I'm like, you do know that, like, we will find everything that you've put up. Yeah. This wasn't even that long. This was a year, bro. Like, we're not, we found tweets from people five, six, ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. People they, tweet like they don't have any history anymore. Yeah. yeah and thing, we, you talk, yeah, my guy, like, come on, you got to do. I will get into that. You got to do better. You, you got to do better as an overall. Um, I am, I am always kind of, team anti-crunch um i do understand it from a very general aspect like um kofi brought it up very well if you want to be like the greatest uh your your tom brady's your michael jordan's your kobe's certainly you're going to kind of really put in that effort but the fact of the matter is we're, we're talking about larger teams than what like these individuals are so if we're talking about uh for example sakurai from smash he yeah. himself imposes his own crunch to the point where he's gotten very ill. Um, yeah. He works tirelessly and so much so that the fans are like, dude, you need to stop because like you make this game for us. If you injure yourself, we don't get any more smash and we don't really trust anybody else to do the job that you do. Take a break. We'll mm. still be here. We'll still support you. Take your time to make this right. Um, and that's always been the case about it, but he still pushes himself very hard. But it's like he pushes himself very hard. Brady mm. pushes himself very hard. Naughty Dog, the organization, is pushing their team that's very hard. But yeah. seems to be really getting the same level of accolades. Like we don't, as far as I know, we don't name anyone from Naughty Dog in the same breath as uh, Kojima or uh, Miyamoto. Sakurai, uh, Cliff. Um, I don't know if anybody likes Tim Cook anymore, but I, 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 don't, I couldn't tell you like the great developer that came from Naughty Dog. The studio head. I mean, everyone knows Neil Druckmann. Not in the same. So, except for him. Yeah. So, I, so you can just get him, and so he worked himself very hard. Sure. Um, but this doesn't seem to be coming from him. This seems to be coming from people, team, frankly, lower than him. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's like, do we know if Neil is putting in those hours? Probably, probably not. Um, but with all team-based things, there's gonna, there's always gonna be somebody who's just gonna be that dude who's gonna stay those late hours, I'm gonna put in that time and put in that effort. But the issue is, and according to at least how the article works, pipeline, some people are just stuck. Mm. Like I can't begin to work on my art assets until the t person above me finishes their thing. So it's not even like I'm trying to be better. I literally just can't do anything uh, until yeah. someone else is doing their job. 
interested in being Tom Brady. Some people very comfortable just sitting there collecting that paycheck and moving on. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because not everybody can be Tom Brady, Tom Brady or Neil or Kojima. Like those people are one special one-offs. And that's how it should be. Everyone else should be like kind of middle to lower. And like that's how they, you know, operate. But if you're stuck behind someone through no fault of your own, then how can you you're not really benefiting from like the skill gap, really, right? Like you're not mm. saying you work hard. And I don't think the industry is looking to you like, oh, this dude works hard. It's like, no, you're just part of that team. Naughty Dog works hard, but that doesn't signify anything to you. You still aren't going to get any type of deal with the same way that Neil does. Yeah. Yo, yo Nubs, Nubs, your, your keyboard. Oh, my bad, bro. Yeah. Okay. Like, right. Neil can go anywhere he want and pull, you know, be like, I'm good with this. No name uh, art designer number 16, like, he'll probably still get good work. But th there's definitely a difference. Um, but he seems to be working just as hard as the all-star player. And I don't know if that's right. Because um, I don't think you're you get all the same perks as the all-star. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to Farrell here coming in late, man. What's going on, Farrell? I want you, I want you to, I want your opinion on this whole Naughty Dog situation. Jason Schreier uh, reporting about how over 70% of the developers from Uncharted 4 are no longer working on The Last of Us 2. I want you to take on the whole... Uh, his, t I guess, the the extreme crunch that they're going through, um, and then after that, I'm gonna ask you guys overall a question about crunch. But firstly, let's talk about Naughty Dog. So, Pharaoh. Um, I think it goes back to what I've been saying about a lot of games lately is that these companies just aren't willing to shell out the money it takes to make certain games anymore. Mm. Like even even their flagship games, so they're not willing to keep those top-end developers together for long periods of time, maybe for a short period of time for a project here or there. Maybe a lot of those developers got a lot of the work done that they needed, that the company felt that needed to get done, and they said, we get these lower-level developers to finish the rest. But I, I just, these companies nowadays, I just feel like it's a priority to get as, you know, get the game out as fast as you can. And if there's something wrong with the game, we can fix it because, you know, the fans are still going to buy it, even if it's not a complete game like we're seeing more anthems and state of decays and and sea of thieves and you know no man's skies than we're seeing you know um what's the last complete game that came out that was just great out the box i can't even can't even think red dead 2 other than the multiplayer red dead but rockstar has a rockstar has a huge budget yeah, you know yeah, thanks to grand theft auto death stranding was complete death stranding was complete yeah indeed. but, but 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 you see what I'm saying? Like we're, we we have to think about it. Like it's not it's not common. Anymore. It should be automatic. Yeah, yeah you're it's right. True. It should be automatic. It should, yeah, so it should just, definitely fly off the tongue. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, Death Stranding, single so player, just, definitely. So I think that's just I think we're just gonna see more and more of it because I just I just think that's that that gaming is becoming more and more corporate, you know, before our eyes, and you know it sucks for us as gamers. But it's, it's it's the it's the way of business right now. Until until we show them with our dollars that they can't do that, it's just it's it's gonna continue to happen. All right, but fair enough. Can I say one thing? Uh, you can say you're, you're taking. I'm gonna ask you guys an overall general question. Y'all okay. jump in. Um, is did it not Ubisoft and EA start this trend with how they started to release their games 
yearly and not change anything. Mm. Um, is this not started with Multiplat beforehand and then it went into um, third party devs? Because third party devs were beforehand were doing ex- excellent work. Like mm-hmm. when you go to the 360 era, PlayStation 3 era, you didn't have this kind of shit a lot of time. You had quality games, but later when we started with the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation, and then you started seeing EA and Ubisoft putting out Assassin's Creed uh, yearly and Far Cry mm-hmm. yearly and, and never changing anything and just changing the fucking logo and the number from <laughs> 3 from three to four, that's it. It's like, then you see them start thinking, why are going to to do our best for something that they will just buy it and we can fix it later? That's the same I think DLC and just patches in general has have led to that. Like the you know, we we know we can put a patch out Mm -hmm. a week after the game is out. I wouldn't put it on any particular developer. I think, you know, you you can look at EA because they were you know they're one of the largest publishing companies companies out there but i think people just realizing that hey you know the game's maybe 60% complete 70% complete we can push it out now start making some money on it i think that i think the corporate greed just in general of just you know cuz those budgets are lo- are huge for these triple a titles specifically you know we're talking about something like uncharted mm-hmm. um so I mean, it's without 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 uh, support from Sony or Microsoft directly. It it may be hard for these developers to actually fund that project that needs five years. You know, that company may not have five years worth of of budget saved up to create one game. So, I All mean. Right. But uh, is the uh, is Crunch limited to uh, Multiplat and Triple uh, A, or is Double A and indie games also? Something? I think it's all across the board. Uh, yeah, okay. I think it, it, it's, yeah, it's all about your budget. I think, I th- like, I think I'm that... sure. Uh... Go ahead, Rich. I'm sure Notch from uh, Minecraft worked himself, mm-hmm. you know, to almost to death, uh, and he's at best he never had a team. I think that went above ten people. Um, and again, it worked for him. He wound up being a billionaire, a weirdo billionaire now, but a billionaire nonetheless. Uh, but I, but that you know, Minecraft it is in its inception was like a low A game, like it was just a kind of a throwaway thing. Yeah, and then look, look what it turned out to be now. But look, I, so I have this question for you guys. It's, it's kind of a two part question. All right, so first part is. Crunch will well. Let's 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 disregard crunch. We're talking about extreme crunch, where people are hospitalized, where people, to the point where they want to lock themselves in the closet and start crying, like in Bioware, or or in general, or people just fucking leave. You know what I mean? Like so many people, like big people leaving. Um, wh- for that, do you think over time, like will extreme crunch for a developing team, say say for instance, Naughty Dog. Will that start to show a decline in their quality or maybe extended time? Because one point that uh, Justin Cooper made, I think his name is Justin Cooper, whatever his name is. Um, he did Jonathan. he did make some. Yeah, Jonathan. Yes, thank you. Jonathan Cooper. He made, a, he made a valid point about how because Naughty Dog lost senior developers, right? They were replaced with junior developers. 
that same task that it would take for them to create or do a, a task that that senior guy would have done within hours would take them days. And if you multiply that within the rest of the studio, this is how you can see delays happening. Now, why is that? Is that because of Extreme Crunch where those extreme senior developers were like, F this? You know what I mean? I got kids. I got shit to do. You know what I mean? Like, Or is it because of something else? Like, where, where do we draw the line and when does it affect our games? What is What did you say for that? And then the second part is, what as gamers, what do we do to either A, either accept it because we want the games, F it, right? A lot of people are like, fuck it. As long as I'm enjoying the greatness, it doesn't affect me. I don't care. Or B, it's like, do we be like, you know what? Even though I don't know them personally, that person is a human being. He is not Tom Brady. He's not an athlete. He's a he's a coder, all right. And because he and amongst his families are coders, we want their overall health to be great. Like Nintendo guys are bragging, they don't crunch. Xbox, from what we know, we don't, they don't crunch either. But Sony guys or Sony first party do. Does does extreme crunch equal high quality games? We'll see. Or will that start to decline because of the extreme crunch? So free score. I'm gonna go straight to Kofi. Dang man, I mean that, that's a really good question. Um, I here, g- give me the beginning of your pitch, really, really quick All again, right. so I can stay yeah, focused because so, it was a lot. Sorry about that. I always have these long-winded fucking questions. No, it's but, okay. But so the beginning part of it is, um, as like w- when is it a uh, I guess an issue if it's um, the extreme crutch? Well, when will it start affecting? Okay. Yeah. The game. Or does it? So, is it? Well, I do think that if there, like you're saying, there's a takeaway where the question is: Can Crunch be sustainable? How yes, great can exactly. Naughty Dog continue to make all these great games? And based on the description that I saw from Jason Schreier's article and some of the things that Jonathan said, I don't know if it's sustainable. I don't know if in ten years we're going to see, you know, two more ninety rated games. I'm thinking in the next ten years we're going to get some new IP and then probably mm-hmm. something else. Um, but I, like, I just feel like there are other things that, um, that have poor work habits that we overlook. Mm. Um, and this is about games. So I understand that's like first world problems. Um, and we shouldn't, we shouldn't require people to have, you know, really stressful work conditions when they just want to have, you know, make the game of their life, but also have a family or something. But it doesn't matter, Kofi. It's all about the games, man. Fuck them developers, right? (laughs) And I, yeah, I, I mean, oh man, I mean that's a really hard question. I I don't know if it's sustainable. I wouldn't say, based on the description, I have a high level of confidence that this will continue. I honestly think that Neil Druckmann probably heard some of these things, probably is already trying to address some of these departures. Right, all these senior people leaving. Uh, Jonathan's some oh statement but, but, that. Uh, the but game Kofi, you saw Neil's response to that, right? That did you did you see he, his response? I saw. I saw a lot of responses. What you talking about? What world his class response, animation? Yeah, his his response to Extreme Crunch and losing seventy percent of his team and getting new guys was my my world class cinematic studio like team is doing this yeah. this and that. And I'm and like, then, some people were like, yeah, get him, Naughty, you know, get him, Neil. And other people was like, man, I don't know. That that's a very politician type response to this. It, it's a very much saying look at the sacrifice we made and exactly. it, it can sound like it's blind to the people who might really not like this crunch like strongly not like it and he, yeah he went out there like he thought it was the best in the business but 
I, I'll be honest, I'm not a very forgiving person to somebody who's just passionate about what they do. I'm mm. going to lean more towards the guy who's going on the passion project to fulfill what they want because it relates to how I grind. And I feel like pretty much the rest of this uh, podcast panel grinds for what they want. Mm. So it, I, I don't like crunch. I just don't think it exists. Like greatness and crunch in I some see. capacity, sacrifice is going to be together. It goes, hand, it goes hand in hand. All right. All right. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. But even 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 like even like Kobe, man, he he was extreme crunch to the point where he could barely walk. You know what I mean? Like he fuck <laughs> his fingers true. are permanently fucked up for life. Is it worth it? We'll see. Yeah. Omar, anybody else, man? What's your take on this before we move on to the next topic? Okay, so Is it worth it? Issue, my issue with crunch is not that it's worth it, but it's like what can we do about this? Mind you. Uh, Sony yes. already, uh, Sony already delayed The Last of Us two times already. It was supposed to come out in the in November or something last year. They delayed that, and then it was supposed to come out this year at certain point, and they delayed that again. And now they're going to supposed to come with that date that at this time. So how many times can they delay that game? But that goes that go that goes to my, the the guy's point. He said that because they lost a lot of senior developers, maybe those delays are 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 uh, directly affected because of that. Also, you got to remember they also not launching with multiplayer. You know what I mean? When the other games did, so like, where's the co- is there a correlation, or am I just not connecting the dots, Omar? No, but the issue is um, crunch is going to to keep existing because mm-hmm. it's not just. A triple A issue. No. Every every gaming developer have this issue with crunch and extreme crunch, but they just don't talk about it. And this is why I think this is a hit piece at Naughty Dog. The same way they did the hit piece at uh, CD Projekt Red. Yep. With, uh, we talked uh, about it. This is literally if if Jason Schreier stated crunch as a whole, why we should abolish it. And had written, okay, look, every developer under some experience crunch. Then I would I would have been fully behind the article, one hundred percent. But when you have Jason Cooper, and even if his intention was correct, when you have him having an agenda, and same with Jason Trey have an agenda, because if you're a journalist, if you're a gaming journalist. How are you going to ignore Ali, all the other developers and just focus on Naughty Dog? That's just literally a hit piece because the game was coming out what, in a few way, a few months. It's uh, what less than a few months, one month or two months at max. It's like it's clearly a hit piece, and this is why the comments you saw on on Twitter, the comments they mm-hmm. they were. I I'm going to be and this is just me being hopeful if the article was worded differently and and was focused on crunch as a whole and not only as naughty dog no one has said a single damn thing we'd have said yeah we already knew crunch exists crunch exists but instead of fixing crunch uh people created dlc which would add more crunch mm-hmm. and uh, DLC and loot boxes and all that uh, gaming as a life service. 
does that not does that not have crunch? How you constantly need to yeah. update the game and and look where the industry is heading all the way to gaming as a life service. And yeah, fair enough, man. That's a good take. Anyone else have anything to say before we move on? Uh, well, before before you guys come, I do want to read slow mo's thing. He says that the delay was another part of Cooper's point, which I discussed. The extreme crunch caused seventy percent of the staff from UC4 to leave, so the delays were due to the inexperience of the replacements, as well as Nate Clinton. Uh, Unk said, "With all this crunch, we are sure have gotten some turds released in the last few years." And Mr. Righteous Fish lastly says, "You need to keep your top quality talent happy because they have other options." So, anyone else has anything to say before we move on? Um, Wait, I do. Yeah. I, I, um, yeah. Just, just, just a quick thing. No, I mean, I think, you know, um, Farrell, go ahead. Yeah, I think we can actually, we as consumers, can help out on this by literally saying "fuck pre-orders, dude." Mm. Like, stop, stop giving these people the fucking financial power so they can get estimates on what their game's going to do. You know what I'm saying? Just stop. Like, I mean, how many? You gotta think. Like, even in the movie industry, how many times do you really pre-order tickets unless you know, like, unless you're very sure. That you want to see it as soon as it comes out, and you're afraid you're not going to get tickets. Yo, there is it. it's like fucking pre-ordering is a fucking scam. You know, like there is so there's unlimited digital copies of these things. Like you know, you're not going to not get one. And I don't think the little extra DLC that's going to be in the game anyway after you after the game comes out is worth you know having to to fork up money for that shit. Because all you're doing you're you're pre-lining their pockets for you to for them to to, to give you shit mm. essentially. To be like, oh look, we have these pre-orders. Let's go ahead and rush this game out because they already paid for it, and we're gonna get paid paid off this shit anyway. And then you know we'll we'll fix shit as it happens there. But we're gonna work you guys to death in, in route to doing that. Like like nah. Like uh, if if we as consumers st- cut out all the pre-ordering bullshit, we, we can pre-order hardware. We can pre-order things like that because that's different. There is a finite supply of that. Fucking enough. software, nah, nah, they can have it. I'll keep right. my money until until the game comes out. <laughs> I mean, I do that now. I don't pre-order anymore. I learned my damn lesson. All right, so uh, Reg and Farrell, before we change topics. Yeah, um, I mean, I think a large part of it, well, one, at least for Jason Schreier, I, I can't agree that it's a hit piece. He's been writing about Crunch since 2015. That's true. He's brought up Exceed. He's brought up Rockstar. Rockstar. He's made, like, he's been carrying this torch for a while CD Project Red. It just happens to be that it's on Naughty Dog currently, and yes, it does. It does have to coincide with one of the biggest games in the last five years coming out. So it's a big deal to talk about it. Um, I don't expect him to focus on the crunch at the new One Punch Man that just came out. Um, but like, it's it's not something he hasn't spoken about before, and he's not singling out anyone specifically. Um, but this is what he does. That's what he brings up about like these issues, like. Five, this past five years, he's been talking about this. No one's listening. Mm-hmm. You only want to listen when it feels like your favorite developer is being attacked. That's, and now that's, it's all of a sudden yeah. like that's true. He's the not same a, thing. Same thing happened with CD Projekt Red. Yes, he's been talking about this for years. Why won't you listen to him? Yeah, and when, that brings us Sorry to interrupt. Really, quickly, uh, go ahead. Sakurai, when I heard the Sakurai had collapsed, right? That was a real mm-hmm. story, right? I didn't yeah. get to verify that. I was like, what? Like, yo, Sakurai, the fact, I don't know if people know, like, he, he worked on Kirby way back in the day. That's what I really grew, you know, um, love for him. So, I don't know, man. I I don't like that. It, it yeah, should not it, be like that. And it's like, you know, Smash people were really kind of like, feel felt the way about it. Like, dog, please stop. 
Like we won't get Smash the new Smash if you die. Because and I think what's happening now is that this industry, um, IT just as a whole, coding is starting to regulate itself where now the new young people don't have the skills that they the don't. older, more professional coders do now. So it's no longer you can just get rid of the old dudes who've got kids and families now and bring in these young 20-somethings straight out of college. They don't have the skills anymore. I, part of my job is to help businesses find, my actual real-life job is to help businesses find people who have skills. Here in Baltimore City, they can't find people. They're, they're, they're the, the common refrain is that we will we'll try to train you. We'll get you your, your, your Microsoft certs, your uh, Security Plus certs, your N Plus, whatever you need. We just can't find people to do it. So we got to retain on to older people to do it. So if a, these big developers are losing their older people, it's no wonder that the new young junior talent is going to delay your game. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're just not as good as the people who do, who got you the first game of the year, Last of Us, or who worked on Uncharted, or who worked anywhere. Now, like Bungie is a wonderful example, right? The team that made Halo what it is, I don't know where they are. They split off into the wind. Man, they're, they're fragmented. Um, they're everywhere. We thought that when Bungie made Destiny, it's like, cool, That that's the team that made Halo. Trash. Watch what they do with Destiny. And then when they see what they did with Destiny, it was like, oh, well, no, these aren't the same guys. Because those guys are gone. They went off and did whatever the hell they else wanted to do. Probably made a couple of studios um, and did all of that. Uh, but I say all to say, I think one of the best ways you can kind of stop this, sometimes silence is best. Mm. Stay out of their way. Um, you know, I, as I will always say, I blame Kofi and FC for getting me on Twitter because um, I hate <laughs> it and I can't stand it. Um, because it, it's always people like going back and forth, mm. but really, I mean, crush doesn't really hurt anybody. Like, I don't think a lot of people like support it so much as this, they don't care about it. Yeah. And I think that's a real distinct difference. They want if the you games, don't particularly man. care. Yeah. Right. I'm cool. I just, I don't care. I just want my game perfectly fine. I, I can respect that decision. But then just stay out of the way of those who are trying to make things better for themselves. That's a good point. You, you, you'll get those guys. You'll get those guys screaming in the wind. Yeah. But I don't care. It's like, okay, well, cool. You don't care, but we do. Let's, you know what I mean? We're trying to help. You are not. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, just because get out the I'm road, not bro. with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mean, I'm not your enemy. You're right. just like an obstacle. That's all. Like, we're, we're not on two opposite sides here. You just don't care. Exactly. Perfectly fine. I do care. Can, can I at least go past so I can try to change something? Exactly. That's a, that's a really good point, man. Yeah. One last thing. <laughs> I well, just let, let, let Farrell go, last. and then you go, and then we move on. Okay, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, to kind of eliminate crunch, I think a lot of these companies should just look at their development cycles and kind of limit how many games they are actually making. If they're not, if they that, stop that could be to making so many so many games because i mean how many people are like how much are these lower level games actually producing in sales like if you just focused on making great games instead of creating 10 games in one year and hoping that one of them catch you know i think i think you're more likely to have success if you focus on that just making you know two or three great great games 
That's a business model, though, Farrell. So, I mean, sometimes companies don't know what's going to sell. Like, you could either, A, be a cookie cutter, and then your game is like a copy of another game, and it's not. It's going to flop, i.e. Clifford uh, Blinsky, or B, make uh, make so many different type of games where, you know what, one of these games will, will hopefully take off. Like, THQ has like a thousand games in fucking development. I don't know how they do it, but they have a lot of fucking games. So, it's it's a fine line, man. Uh, it, there's it one part where... Line. One say unionize and others like no, nah, no unions. But how do we, how do we, how do you deal it, deal with it to the point where you're not killing your developers or people are losing talent? That's, to me, the only way to deal with it is to cut down your production cycle so that you're okay. not producing as much all at once. That's fair. That's fair. All right, so uh, Omar, go ahead and then we move on to the next topic. Okay, so voila, the thing is. Uh... Did the industry not bring this self to itself? This is a problem. Like, if the industry, the gaming industry treated us, the gamers, uh, right, they didn't shove in microtransaction loot boxes and day one DLC and cut content and sold it as, um, what's called, uh, pre orders. Mm. Don't you think mad people would be behind? People having crunch and say, "Hey, look! You have given us the best, amazing game. You're treating us with respect. We we are now going to stand behind you." Mm-hmm. It cut both ways, and when we uh, in the time when we actually thought that the ESRB are going to stand with us and fight loot boxes, what did they do? They turned their back on us, and this is. The price they're paying now. It's not fine, but yeah, action, reaction, that's how I always say it. You do fair something, you're, you're going to expect that something happen in return. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Well, we, we, we're going we're gonna to switch, we're gonna switch, uh, switch uh, topics here. We're going to go to the next one here. Um, I want to talk about this. I mean, it's been talked to death, but r- briefly, I just want everyone's opinions on this. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is confirmed to PC. It is going there. I think the summer, the 2020. Um, firstly, I want to I want to get to my S- Sony centric gamers. What's your thoughts on this? Because I know you guys were in a crisis meeting in the DMs. I was in there and I was just watching and laughing. So, Omar and Kofi, what is your take on this? Is it is it doom and gloom? Is it I'm buying a PC now? Or are more games coming to PC from PlayStation first party? What's your take? Or is it like not a big All deal? Right. I'm good. So I, yeah. I'll take it first. Or Omar, you want it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so um, I think that obviously Sony believes that long-term consoles won't be around. They're obviously positioning themselves for a staggered release for PC next generation. I honestly believe that. I don't think that when Horizon Zero Dawn initially comes out, it'll do gangbusters. I think it'll always hover around a very steady income stream. And Sony would be like, hey, let's do that for God of War. Hey, let's do that for, let's say, the theorized SOCOM game comes out. And that would be a great for, you know, for PC it people would, or like um, well Predator on Hunting Grounds. Yeah. So, so what about right. it being a console exclusive if it's on PC? <laughs> and that's the direction I think they're going. I think they think console sales won't be much better than PS2 ever. As- and they're software income can save them a lot of money long term when everybody else in the competition is doing it and that that's Nothing just what they want to do 
Nintendo well, is not doing it though. So I, I think that when we're talking about 150 million sales or something beyond that, Sony doesn't think that's the direction of the future. They think they could make more money not trying to push all the hardware and going just software. That's all that this dictates because they would not do this if they thought that people should just stay within their ecosystem. It, it would be very easy to go into next gen and be like PlayStation 5 only. And it was going to sell awesome. Now, I think that PS5 will sell great. Yeah. I don't know about outpacing the PS4 with this particular plan. Now, their software sales, right? What, what they'll make software wise, it could be awesome. Are, I, I don't. Are we, we going to get a retraction from the Sony fanboy camp? About, nah. about we, got, we, got one, we got one in the chat. He said, This man's mic deserves to be cut for fraudry alone. This, this is Kofi talking. <laughs> <laughs> Already turning their backs on you, Kofi. I live and breathe PlayStation, and I here's the thing. I <laughs> so cut this niggas mic. Saw, yeah, no, when I first saw that they want games to go to PC, the Sony fanboy in me makes me want to go. I I just don't like this. Just keep it because I I want to gatekeep. Mm-hmm. But gatekeep to me is because Sony has been so good at making their platform marketable that I got comfortable with with wanting gatekeeping, right? I think that companies will always need to have an exclusive. That's a requirement for them. And yeah. fans, as consumers, were always like, oh, yeah, I want, you know, Dragon Quest, you know, the definitive edition on my PlayStation. We're always supposed to be vouching for games coming to the platform that we like. So I just I just want to know on behalf of all Sony fanboys, will you just admit that Microsoft was ahead of the curve? Microsoft hasn't <laughs> made an exclusive that has made me happy in a long time. Not, I don't want to go down this road. It's all it's all that, that's a listen. I, that's that's what you call that's what you call dodging. He asked you yeah, a particular question. <laughs> will you bend the knee to Microsoft, sir? No. They were ahead of the curve on games coming to PC. Diplomatic answer there. No. Diplomatic. No. <laughs> when Kofi's... Microsoft makes more compelling software, here we go. I'm going to be all over that. A different conversation. Okay. Kobe's acting like a politician right now. He didn't ask yeah, you about I... compelling software. He's asking about first party title going to PC. Microsoft's done it since Halo, Halo what? Halo One, actually, I think. So, what's what's your take on this? Do you, do you agree that Microsoft did this first? PlayStation has had uh, titles published on PC already. That's true. This is something that a, they've been going on. They had a development studio for that. Yep, they've been doing a bunch of stuff, but they have so many exclusives on console. We have there nothing. We go. They, they go in the mobile market. You know, he's not, he's not bending the knee, Phil. Don't worry, we're gonna make him bend the knee. We're gonna we're gonna get his we're gonna tie his knees down to down to the Xbox uh console. I'm, I'm gonna tie Xbox console to his knees, both knees, and we're gonna have a picture of it, all right? It's hey, that, that that double stack GameCube, yo. <laughs> exactly. There's enough exactly. weight. There's enough weight there to hold him down. <laughs> I, I want a picture. It's gonna happen. So I, I want to make sure I close my thoughts <laughs> so that we can share <laughs> theirs. But um, I think it defies logic to. <sighs> to gatekeep i do i just I, I i would rather have my traditional way i've been gaming since you know I, I had a playstation one i love my playstation portable there's all these titles that are over here and i think that sony has created this ecosystem that i could just live on playstation here I, i'm playing yakuza 7 i'm playing all these games that aren't even out yet in the states there's no reason for me to ever leave i'm so happy 
Um, if they maintain this aggressiveness and have all these great exclusive titles and these awesome partnerships, you know, some of the rumors that we didn't even talk about with Kojima and stuff, stuff like this, that's what I want PlayStation to do. Omar, really quick, so I, I want you to go next, but we were making the argument that them going multi-platform or uh, on more than just PlayStation designates them not trying as hard in making innovative games that are impacting the industry. If that doesn't change, we were generally happy about that. We just don't yeah. think that that scenario would happen. Yeah, right? because we, we have Xbox as a living, breathing exhibit. How when that game started going to PC, they started starting to stop giving a fuck and release games like Sea of Thieves and State of Decay and and all that jazz. So that's hey, man, wash your mouth, Omar. That's disrespectful. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to let you finish. So, yeah, are you done, Kofi? Or, uh, I am. I, I, I don't want to drag it out. <laughs> Kofi, so, yeah, the politician um, over here. Me, go ahead, Omar. For me, I I told Kofi, and I even, I'm not sure if I told you of this, but for me, I don't give a fuck where Sony put their games on if their quality are not going to drop, if they're mm. going to stay how they are, if they're going to create, uh, to allow their depth to create uh, God of War 2, 3, or, uh, Resident, uh, or just in general, be innovative. But if we're going to see them um, fall flat and start uh, being not comfortable, but more like lazy, and start focusing on instead of creating new games and exciting games. No, we're going to follow the gaming market and, uh, and uh, create a game as a life service and monetize the fuck out of that. I don't want this Sony. That's okay. my biggest issue with uh, um, Horizon Zero Dawn going to PC. And also, it said present in the sense of with this just move, one move, you have now not risk, but mainly killed lots and lots of sales for not only um, the next PlayStation, but also their games. Now imagine this, if you're a gamer and you knew that PlayStation never, never, never in their life have ever put their games on PC. Like, for example, look at uh, Nintendo fans begging and begging and begging and begging for Persona 5 to go to the, to, to the Switch. And, and it never happened. So, as, mm. as someone who want, need to play Persona 5, then you should buy at some point a PlayStation 4, because that's the only option. But with this move, putting Horizon Zone on PC, you know that thing, so I'm just going to to play the waiting game. Yeah, Beforehand, the waiting Yeah? I was going to say, yeah, the waiting game. That's that's the next topic. Are, are people going to wait? Or are they going to just buy PlayStation's Day 1 because of it? Okay, and, I'm, so and, I'm, and I'm going me, with the latter. So for I'm, me, I'm wait. Um, so for me, and I have never, ever, 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 ever imagined this was coming out of my mouth. If Sony followed Microsoft, and by that going day one games on PC, I'm flat out going, not going to buy a PlayStation 5. I will just play a, buy a PlayStation 5 controller. Uh, first of all, I need to make sure that you can actually play PlayStation uh, um, 
PlayStation, um, what's it called? You can use your PlayStation 5 controller on PC because yeah. I sure and hell not going to switch to an Xbox controller with the uh, analog stick all the way up and I'm like, yeah, bye. Not sure, not for me. So, because it's you have small uh, thumbs, motherfucker. Anyway. <laughs> if I show you my setup, this is my setup. <laughs> this is my setup. Look, I can play games with my screen, with my TV, I can I linked my TV um to my laptop to my TV and I played Ori. It just looks amazing. Mm. It just the color pop the same way I had with uh, Judgment. So mm. if I can do that with this small laptop, then imagine what I can do with the PC. So if Sony wants to to follow Microsoft. And want to make a PlayStation irrelevant, then why should I care? Okay, that, I'm surprised so, this is coming from Omar. But go ahead, go ahead. That last, that last piece, I, I'm in this space where Sony first party, all of their studios and the talent, this worldwide talent they've maintained, I want to support them for as long as they're around. The same thing with like the Coalition. I don't really agree with the direction Xbox has been for this gen, but I love the coalition. I love turn 10. So I'm going to throw my money to that studio specifically. That's how I feel I should contribute to that. Same thing goes for Sony's first party. I think at whatever ends up happening, their first party is something I always look favorably upon. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll, we'll see if your energy is the same. And I do have to throw this out because the chat saying you guys are throwing to see at these Kofi's like no games, no first party, but like, Y'all are still in that mindset of the 2000 to 2000, say, 16 Xbox. It's not the same Xbox. All right. Ori is fire. It just released. And we're already getting the other yeah, Xboxes. We'll be discussing it within the next 20 minutes or so. But I just wanted to reiterate to you, the games that have been coming out have been a lot better than the games that were coming out originally. But don't worry. I'm, I'm going to have y'all bend your knees eventually. And and the improvements to said games. Like, these, like so these, they, they aren't even the same game anymore. My criticism of of their first party, um, I will I will say that them going with Ori two that is awesome. Love that Ori two got good reviews. I'm not here to hate on every single game that comes out for Xbox. So uh, it, for me, it's really what's missing, not the effort mm. that comes out and is well reviewed. Gotcha. Um, I, so yeah, they they just need a JRPG for you to jump back on board. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all you're waiting. You, they, just, they just need a JRPG and your ass will be back on board. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft has so many great games. Have you played Ori? Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Ori is great. <laughs> Can't believe it took me so long to play this. I know that's exactly what it says. Like, oh my god, Ori won Blind Forest. Like, what have I been doing? I was like, you've been riding, you've been riding with your shirt off with your hooves on, bro. Like, that's what you've been doing. Come on, man. You are gonna bend that knee? You gonna have two Xboxes to your knee, and you are gonna be praying to the Xbox God? Anyway, let's uh, let's keep, let's keep it moving. I'm looking at just being stupid. All right, let's get to the next. Actually, uh, real quick, what's y'all take on this um, Reg, uh, on this whole Horizon going to PC? I didn't get you guys' take on it. Um, is Nintendo the one place you can only get true exclusives? I, w- I wasn't even going to be long, but well, well, well. <laughs> you to come to if you've got that good E, that capital E. No, we got that over here. At Nintendo. Don't <laughs> have to worry about it. You want to 
You get smashed straight on Nintendo. You don't gotta wait for it to come to PC. It's not happening. <laughs> Do you think they will put their games on PC, Nintendo? Um, you want Pokemon? Cool, you got Pokemon right there. You know why? Because it's not coming to PC. I don't even think <laughs> N- Nintendo develops games on PC. Nah, I don't think I'm trying to think of any games they might have. Like, a, oh, uh, 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 this, um, I think Mario's They develop games on Chromebooks. <laughs> Probably that too. Uh, Mario's Missing. I know that was a PC game. Uh, I mean, I actually, it's, I think it's really funny. Emulate games on PC. They do emulate them a lot. That's not legal, and we don't support legal activities here on this podcast. Exactly. We do not promote or acknowledge any of those type of activities. (laughs) Just in case, facts. Not what we do. Um, Do you think they would do that? Put their games on PC. Uh, yes. I don't think they'll put the flagship Mario, Pokemon. Um, but something maybe like the wonderful 101, uh, we didn't, we didn't get to talk about it because y'all don't like Platinum. On PC. Well, it's coming to PC now. So yeah. Um, so that would be one of but them right don't there. don't own the, that IP, right? Platinum, right? Platinum. But I, I think in the same way that you can consider some of the studios that Microsoft and Xbox have worked with in the past were like. Wonderful 101 is a Nintendo game. It always yeah. was. Um, and then it, for some reason, came to uh, when they kickstarted it, they brought it to PC and PS4. But like even during the Kickstarter, the very first goal was we just want to bring it to the Switch. Yeah. And then we'll move forward from there. Um, I don't think, I think it's going to be really difficult to ever get Mario, Link, Samus, uh, Fox. Yoshi, any of that crew onto the PC space because fact of the matter is Nintendo, that's all they make. Like they're the only quote unquote true video game company out there because their primary product is video games. They don't sell fancy TVs or laptops or cell phones or operating systems or anything like that. They sell video game and video game accessories. Um, they're, they're the Hank Hill of video games, if you will. So for them, it could really, it could possibly dilute their brand because now it is legit saying, I do not have to spend money on the system of which they still make money on as opposed to Microsoft and Sony who can exist in like the ether, right? They can just be, they just make games. Like Microsoft's going that way. Like they're just going to make games and that's perfectly fine because and by the time they do it, I, ideally, a Microsoft game will come with so much clout that, like, yeah, dog, you, you gotta buy a Microsoft game. Like, it doesn't even matter where it's coming. They still will pull in money just because of the fact that it's a Microsoft game. Um, I think, Sega, like, Sega's a good example, right? Like, they're doing well now, but all they make is software. But in the last couple of years, they've made some pretty good games. Um, and this is the company that flat out lost to Nintendo, and we thought we wouldn't see them anymore. True. I, I think that I think they're doing fine. I, I think you can get some third party kind of not third party. When I mean third party, I mean like third tier character of Nintendo to maybe show up in the PC space. Um, I don't think you'll ever get any of that first tier characters up there. I mean, look how long it took Pokemon to get to an actual console. 
that was in their same that's in their same ecosystem. They refused to bring it to a console because they had their 3D at their portable consoles. And people clamored for that for years since the Nintendo 64 when Pokemon Stadium first came out. It's here. It took them almost 20 years later to finally put it on the Switch. I mean, we had Gale of Darkness and shit too. Like there was there was stuff in between. That's true. Um, that's Pokemon Stadium. There, there were Pokemon games, but we didn't get that. RPG experience on a that may, if, if we call them the mainline games, if you will, uh, never appeared. And so, if I mean, if, if they're that stingy within their own ecosystem, I, it's going to be going to take a lot to really get them out of it. But as I say this, Nintendo always does some weird shit. So I honestly, I don't know. Like, like tomorrow they could come out and decide they're going to start making PCs. <laughs> Better in the PC market because that's what they do, and sometimes you know you just gotta let your crazy uncle talk during Thanksgiving, and if you just don't acknowledge, he'll just go away and stop talking. All right, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, the only one true king is Nintendo at the moment when it comes to exclusives. Real quick, uh, any thoughts, Nubs, Pharaoh, before we move on to the next topic? I got what I needed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't see why you'd be mad. That their exclusives are going to PC. It's another option because on the other, on the offhand, not everybody can. Not everybody can even afford a PC that can run it on equivalent to like the PS4 Pro at this point. Like, I'm sorry, you can get a PS4 Pro for what two hundred bucks. You're not going to build a PC that's going to have Horizon Zero Dawn like that for two hundred dollars. It's not going to yeah. happen. That's going. That, that's that's going. <laughs> your so, cpu <laughs> so basically what you're saying they could definitely coexist they could have they could have guys on playstation and guys on pc they can but you'll have, they'll they, have some that'll double dip like kofi so, what they okay. need to avoid what they need to avoid is pissing their consumers off by you know oh yeah three months later it's on pc now it looks way better and has more features than what you just paid pay for it like they need to avoid that trap I don't. I don't necessarily like, agree with when, that. When they when they drop it on PC, yeah. I mean, I mean, the way they're doing it, delay. Uh, that's probably the best option because they optimize their sales. They don't have to. They don't have to do it day and day like Microsoft does. Because I mean, historically, the games do sell. So what they're doing now is just to try to maximize the potential for the PC guys. Because there's PC guys that will stay PC no matter what. No matter what, they don't. They're like, okay, Red Dead looks good on consoles. I'ma wait. I didn't even get a date. No motherfucker stay for. They can stay for seven years talking about. I'm waiting. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he did though. They're like, yeah, I'm gonna wait. And then, and then it happened. Like, and then it happened. When GTA, and then, when GTA Five dropped on PC. They were just like, exactly, exactly. And they're <laughs> like, told you. like you know, that's that. Those dudes will wait, man. So. But that's the thing. If there was no chance for it to go to PC, then you either buy a PlayStation 4 or you don't play the game. Well, they don't. And there's and people who will not. Will not buy a console. So then they're <laughs> lost. And that's where Sony have put themselves new now with. Now they fuck themselves up because now you have people who are willing to wait just to, to play the game on PC instead of PlayStation 4 or 5. And I think they well know that message and believe that software sales will trump hardware sales, right? That's the only way that that makes sense. But that's the biggest issue. It's not going to be like that. And we already seen that. 
We already know that's not going to do because look at how uh, abysmal Xbox One Xbox uh, game sales to the point where um what's called Phil Spencer came out and said we don't care if you buy the game or not because they don't care about the game sales they care about the subscription with the Game, game Pass. Pass. Yeah. So, so yes. That might be good and. Look, and if I'm wrong, I'm going to come on the podcast and say, hey, look, I was wrong about uh, PlayStation. Not only, not only are you going to say that you're wrong, you're going to bend your knees on the camera, sir. We're going to see it. Omar's going to stand up and bend your knees, all right? We're going we're gonna to catch it live. All right. But, uh, oh, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's fair. We'll, we'll see. And then I guess shout out to my guy, Declonious Games. He said, like, Dante waiting for the game to come out. Uh, Death Stranding come out on PC. He was going to get it originally for PlayStation. As soon as he heard a whiff that it might come to PC or announce to PC, he's going to wait. And now that these guys are getting a whiff of HD, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn to PC, they just assume automatically that the games are going to yeah. come to PC so they're waiting. Just like Reggie is probably going to wait for Ori 2 to come out on the Switch. It may not come out, but the, or the first one came out, so why wouldn't he not just wait? Exactly, and that's the... Mindset you create, you don't mm. create them gamers, you create waiters. <laughs> waiters, you create <laughs> waiters. I love it. I love that's it. That's why I call. That's why I call them PC waiter race. <laughs> I know a lot of PC people. No way, man. Like, why would I buy a PlayStation now? I'm pretty sure I can campaign for Tsushima, or I can campaign for I don't I know. Name can. another God I of War. Can. God of War is next, man. That's gonna the PC guys are definitely gonna buy that. Um, all right, let's, let's move on to the next topic, and we talked, uh, touched about it a little bit earlier. I know Omar wants to talk about this, and we'll try to get this out of the way real quick. Ori 2 already launched and released. Um, overall, overall, pretty good scores. It's at a, sitting at a 90 at the moment on Metacritic. But Not 90, the, 80, 80, 98. Uh, 80, 89. I think it was a 90. Let me double check. It Ori. dropped, I think. It dropped. If it, Metacritic. Back, if it's back at, eight, at 90, we know why. And I'm going to explain that now. No, no. There's more. They have 54 of you. It's at 90% no, 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 right no, no, now. No, 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 no. It's not. It was at 89. There's getting more reviews. Motherfucker. All right, hold on, hold on. It's, it's, 54, it's 55 critic reviews at 90. All right, so basically, well, well Omar has in a rage because the, the Moon Studios developer, I think one of the directors... Uh, replied to one of the reviews. I think it was, was it the Washington Post or some someone that gave it a seven or some, seventy. Um, yeah. And they were like, "Listen, the, mo- the issues that you were having in your reviews about the bugs and stuff that it may have. Granted, it was it was an issue, but we do have a day one patch. I want you, uh, like if it, if you guys mind re reviewing it because the patch is in play and the, and the review that you're playing will not affect most of the consumers." And I guess they they denied it though they declined it so I believe if uh, correct me if I'm wrong in the chat so Omar I'm gonna go to you what's y'all's take on developers like Moon Studios um, coming at developers to to update the review based on a day one patch could never happen because they are the ones that release and this is the mindset we talked about it before <laughs> we did <laughs> release the game broken because. Yeah. Let's we did talk legit, about it. Honest. And even Salty Gaming, I'm not sure if he's in that or not, but no, even he he was experiencing uh, a slow uh, slowdown, FPS uh, slowdown, mm. which I also experienced. I experienced. I I have issue with um, what's called um, with the hitboxes with Ori. 
I sent a picture on uh, on YouTube. You know that. Okay, so let me give you two example. You know that uh, what's called um, the the laser uh, shooting. Uh, yeah, on the platform, yeah, the laser shooting. Yeah, you can literally stand in them and they don't fucking hit you. How the fuck does that make sense? You literally stand next to them, above them, and they touch you and they don't hit you. And I had that same issue with the the, the spike uh, that uh, on the platform. You can literally stand and your head is touching the the spike. It's it's the same issue that I had with uh, what's called um um my, uh, Mario with uh, Mario Maker. How I wrote a piece about it. How the game mm. is broken and unfinished, and uh, not to such level unfinished, but the game is not finished. If we're going to be blunt, Ori doesn't deserve um what's called a ninety. Not because uh, game- what. Let me uh, explain I, my I'll point. let you I'll let you I'll let you finish. Not Hold because it's not amazing. The game is fucking amazing. The game is the story is great. The gameplay the gameplay is on point. It have a few gripes, but it's on point. But the issue is they released it early and they thought mm. we will patch it later. And I hate that mindset. I hate that with every game because mm. Don't you you can't then you can't come to me and tell me that they didn't game test it. If they game if they didn't game test it, that's not on them then. If I am a game developer and I wanna release a game, I will hire a few people to play the game. Look at every cranny to make sure that the game is freaking perfect before I release it. I'm not going to release a game broken and they got they got a lot of uh, linear when it comes to reviewers. Mm. I didn't read the reviewers, but if you're going to put Ori at a meta score of a 90, then you didn't uh, mention any bugs, any glitches. But here, any no, that's, not thing. that's not here, true. Here's the, thing, the people that did mention bugs, they were like, this game's amazing despite those things. It doesn't yes, do enough so, to take away so from the that, point that it's not a great game. Because so it's that, still a great that, game. So that, that's the issue. When you do that, when you put the game at a 90, you enable you enable creators to do that thing over again. But not everybody's going to be at a 90. You got to look. Days gone, even once they fix the bugs, it's still where it's supposed to be at. Like, that's not no, a 90 game. That's, that's, not, that's definitely not a 90 game. Oh, hold on, hold on. Days Gone, the, the main issue Days Gone was not just the bugs. They, they also had issues with the gameplay and the story. The, the game yeah. dragged. That, that, that's, that's, that's what I mean. Like, it had a pacing issue. They fixed some of that shit. Yeah. It's still not a 90. It's not. This game was great prior to any bugs. Like, like, like I said, the bugs weren't enough to, to kill it and put it, make it like, oh, this is a 70 because of bugs. It's not going to happen. No, but how you can go, but explain to me how you can go from a fucking seven to a fucking nine. He didn't change it. Can, that was not changed. I'm sorry? It was not changed. The guy's review still never changed it. They changed it. They changed what, it. Show I it have, to me. Show it to I me. I sent you pictures. I sent you pictures. Look at the fucking pictures. Oh, let me this see. This is what I'm mad about. Uh, the last two pictures I sent you. I even stated that these Let me are, see what you're talking about. The Moon Studio pictures. 
Mm, so why I look for this? What's your, what's your take on the whole can can reviewers re-review a po- uh, a game after its po- uh, after its day one patch? Because mind you, this is no. a day one patch, not the patch no, after because, the game was released. No, because they're the ones that release the game. If you're going to put a game past day one patch, they release it the same day or even beforehand. Even tell information, don't play the game. But when the people played the game and discovered the issue, and then they worked on it, such a frauding. I see what you're talking about. I, yeah, I see it, I see it right here. I'm about to show it. Hold on. Um, I don't know if you guys can okay, see Okay, so it. FC, you hadn't heard about this, where they actually no. had requested. No, no, no I, I've heard of I heard of them requested. I didn't know this guy actually. Uh, it seems like he changed it. So originally, Power Up Gaming... Um, scored a 7.7. Um, I have to look at the review to see what it is. Mainly, he docked a lot of points, it looks like, because of uh, of the bugs that he might have incurred. But then he uh, he put up, he, I guess there's another review with Power Up, same one, at 9.1. So, so could this, you, could this you be because... You enable developers now to do the same. And that's the biggest issue. And we are the ones that... This is it right here. Power Up, yeah. So let me just read what it says. Uh so the power up guys responded to moon studio asking for a reviewer he said i can only review what i played i'm not going to pretend i didn't have to reply re- i think replay huge section because the game didn't save now he had the save bug i when i when i played the game i did not have this bug so when i my review should be dropping soon i already finished it it's pending it's based on my personal experience other people have different ones just to throw that out there i never had this bug nor am i going to ignore the frame rate issues or or everything else day one patches are fine but it's not my experience and i can't review what might happen um but i guess it looks like he did re-review so i'm not exactly sure why he would say that and then have a different score unless he scored down i don't know i have to find the metacritic score on this um no that's that's the what we talked about earlier all right so you see that my issue that they went from seven to a freaking nine uh, with one patch that shouldn't have counted. I gotta find the original. I don't. I'm not exactly sure if that's the actual. I mean, you posted it, but I gotta see if that's actually exactly. Uh, yeah. Nobody's like changed the score. That was a personal choice because this is all opinion based. Mm-hmm. If your opinion was that so much affected by the bugs that if they fixed it, that that's what you needed. For instance, the no, but, but for instance, for instance, like 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 Rand Randall Thor, even though he's he's a YouTuber, but he's like the game is a masterpiece with flaws. He's like, I would score it a 90 based on my experience of the game because of the bugs that he encountered. He had to dock it down. But without those bugs, the game is a perfect score for him. So, how, yeah, I mean, and there's it, people just like, opinion. oh, I lost a whole two hours of progress, and this is still like the like one of the best games I've ever played. Like, again, it, it's still it's still on on the merits. Like, the game itself is good. Bugs non the fucking standing. We can't accept this precedent. Okay, but did if we, we as that, did we as consumers we... get the same bug devs were getting? And I think the no. answer to that question no. And and that and that's what the Moon Studio guy was talking about. I, I I mean I don't know. I mean it's just different if the game um like Gears Five, right, when it was reviewed, it, it was reviewed flawlessly because they didn't have any issues. But once the game launched, a lot of people were having issues. So and then yeah, the, review, the, the review code turned out to be better than exactly and then and then and then reviewers i believe actually re-reviewed the game because what they had was not the actual final product what the actual wide consumer base is playing so when you're doing a review you were doing this for the consumer right so i I don't know i mean what's y'all i'm curious to see what other people's take on this reg uh uh, kofi 
Um, you know, I actually, uh, I, so I was following this and I couldn't really tell completely like what was happening. And it seemed to me as though, and please correct me if I'm wrong, if I, if I have a wrong misunderstanding of what went down. Um, reviewers got essentially what was, let's say, maybe not a finished copy or not a complete feature, complete copy, which was feet full of a lot of bugs, a lot of glitches. Um, in which case, like a lot of them reviewed based off of that. Yeah. Um, but Moon Studio came out after release and said, "We've got a day one patch for you." No, 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 no. Everyone and knew. Every every reviewer that played the game knew a day one patch was em- imminent. Like they they already knew this. No, 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 no. No one knew. No. Like yes, they did. IGN IGN when he when they wrote, wrote the game was like, I think someone someone who's doing review was like, I'm gonna hold off and wait for the for the day one patch before I finalize my score. That they said this, so they were. It's been aware. Like. It's it's on Twitter. Like they tweeted it. Like, oh, by the way, there's a day one patch to to fix the some of the bugs that you got, or some of the issues they may have. So I'm I know, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rich. Okay, no. So that I'm just trying to make sure I get the, like the timeline of events set up correctly because I think one one will change how my view goes. Um, I I'm actually still really on the fence about where um, how we judge review um, copies like if they've been patched. Um, and so what what I what I what I don't think happened is I do not think for whatever thing that I've read, Ori 2 is an unfinished game. It's not, it's a great unfinished game. Yeah, un, well unfinished I think holds a different rule than broken. Because yeah. every game has glitch. Yep. Every game is going to have glitch. There's no game that's come out today that I can think of that does not have a glitch. Um in it. And that's just because games are massive and like you you can't foresee what players are going to do. You just simply can't because they're they're smarter than you. They're more creative and they have more time. Um, so they're going to break it just because that's what they like to do. Um, so I don't think Ori is unfinished. It does sound like, because I've seen a few people say, like it has some bugs that I'm assuming people are finding just baffling because the first one didn't have as many. Yeah. Um, or it doesn't seem like a game that really would have that many just to begin with. It's a the um, second the second game. Yeah, the second game is actually there's a lot going on. It's not this the first game was a lot more simple. This, the Ori and the Will of Whips, there's a there's the background moves. It's it's in 4K. It's a lot of shit. It's fast paced. There's a lot of things going on that you could tell from the original game that this this is an actual sequel. Like it's it's like original game independent. Microsoft saw the potential, put money in it, and then boom, this is that product. It's a big difference. Right. Yeah, and it's, and I don't def, definitely don't want to discount the work of the guys in Moon Studio. I know it's it's a lot of effort. Um, and for least, and I think maybe just because it's so high in the spotlight, mm. because for example, Cuphead had some glitches too, uh, a few particularly game breaking ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't stop Cuphead from getting. I mean, I don't know what's Cuphead sit at like something <laughs> great. I like eighty. Is it eighty? Yeah, um, eighty-seven. I, I can't remember the score. And I'm trying to find this guy's uh, review. I can't see it on. It's Medicare. 86, bro. 86. 86. Mm. Um, so I don't think that stopped it from being 86, more or less. I don't think it being kind of glitch less would have pushed it anywhere towards a 90. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I can tell, Ori seems to be one of the best platformers out to date. It's it's the best uh, in my opinion. And, and that's a big thing, um, and because platformers can be pretty tricky, 
um, as a fan as a fan of a video game series that was one of the best platformers of all time, Mega Man, um, it, you you walk a real death balance about how to make it just right um, because it's got to be challenging but also easy enough for most people to get into. Ori has the benefit of being gorgeous. Um, so I think it does suck, and I think Omar does have a point in that there are some bugs here. I've seen them. Like I've, no, I've no, seen no, no, no. There's, there's, there's legitimate bugs. I've covered on mine on PC that I that I had when I was trying it out on PC originally. Then I switched my review to the Xbox. That you would get a sounding bug. Like um, every like on the cutscenes, the sound would pop. You'll get a popping noise. It was mad irritating. I was like, nah, I can't play. I mean, it's on the Xbox Game Pass version on PC. Sorry. Um, on Steam, apparently Steam is like flawless. Um, on the Xbox console version, you're getting the frame rate issues, the the, the, the freezing when you jump in midair. I got that about, I would say, approximately 10 times. But you do not get it during the, the boss fights, which would really impact your game. You, can you imagine freezing in midair during a boss fight? That'd fuck you up. It, it, I never had that, not once. And during the chase scenes, another one, where if you freeze at any moment, you die. I didn't get that either. It was only when I was exploring or uh, trying to get after a save or something like that. That's when I would get the a slight freeze. With sleep. It would freeze for like a millisecond. So, but anyway, go ahead. So, so I think the the, the issue is the way I, the way I'm viewing it is that platformers, most of them, particularly 2D on a 2D, plane, exist within this nice little nice little box. Um, the fuck was that? Where like I have no idea. <laughs> Well, you've got a sense of like what to expect, um, and while there is a lot going on, there isn't always as much going on as compared to we brought up Days Gone, so let's do that. Um, and so the glitches in aren't as fun, or or so they become either really hard sticking points or mm-hmm. things that you can just move past because the game is can kind of move past it as its own um, because it's it's more simpler, like you know. The glitches in Days Gone, where like the wolves come out of nowhere. Yeah, that was mad like annoying. that's funny. It's funny up until a point where it's like, all right, now it's not funny anymore. It's funny when like looking at it because like you're just on your bike and all of a sudden you're just taking off. But like that's like what what's going on? This feels like how, how could no one figure this out? Much more like all right, there's some slowdown issues, there's some frame skip issues. Um, I think you mentioned there's a save issue. I know that's pretty big. Now, yeah, you see somebody that, lost now, progress. Now, now, that is groundbreaking for those who have it. What, what apparently happens, so Ori has a new save system where it saves automatically. If you move too fast and the, too fast for the game to catch up, it, you will pretty much get, you'll get, you'll die in a space where if you were to reload, it puts you back in that space and you're stuck. And because of that, you have to go back. Yeah, they have to go back several other saves. Um, which you can do. You could go back several other saves to to, to a period, but you lose that you lose that progress. Um, I've never had that. Can't, yeah, you, you can. Can't, uh, you can't go back to do to any other save. If Why can't you? you? There are multiple saves. There is no multiple saves. There's just one. Pretty save. sure there is. I'm pretty sure there is three saves. And one time you you mm-hmm. start a save, you can't you can't uh, choose. Which save you reload because there is just one main save and it keeps content constantly auto saving. And if you have a game breaking bug, which almost happened to me, and by sheer fucking luck, I got out of it. Mm-hmm. And it happened a few times, and that's why my biggest issue with uh, Ori because it um what say 
it is playable. I finished it. But let me let, let me ask you this: What is your personal score of Ori? You are yeah, you you me? do reviews now. What would you give it out of out of okay. you know we I tick game we do five stars. So out of five stars, what would you give it? I give it four and a half. Four and a half. Okay, that's yeah. a nine. That's a ninety-five. Oh, so you made this big ass complaint. Four and a half is a nine, bro. It's a nine. You made you made this big ass complaint. Okay, you gave it a nine point five. For me, I would right. give it then if I don't know that course. Uh, you gave Titanfall two a three and a half, by the way. I was about no, 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 no. I, I was about to give I would about to give an Ori an eighty five out of the up and nine. So uh, on meta three and a half because I do yeah because I do love that game. But I'm not going to ignore the bugs that happened to me. And again, this is my review, and it happened to me. And people can have different experience. But uh, literally, I was stuck between two two woods, and I couldn't get out. And you're not even supposed to break those walls. I'm not sure if the game had something like a pity up for me, and they... And just uh, exploded that uh, wall just so I can get out. Because after that, I couldn't get back to that area anymore. Yeah. And no. so that's why I fucking love that if, game. I'm if I had that issue, I would dock it because that's that's more. It's not. It's no. It's not only is it a nuisance. It's really. It's taking time away from you, and you're you're getting out of the experience. Yeah. I would dock that. I would dock my, that probably ten points. Personally. My heart. Sank. My heart. There'll still be a nine. I was literally what called in almost the end where I and I was under the water and you're supposed to to use your the projectile the dash. to break yeah. the, the the mood wall. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So what happened is I kept doing that and nothing happened. There was no uh, what called no. Uh, no health bar going away from the wood, no mm. anything, and despite the fact I hit, I hit the wood all over the place. The point where you literally stuck. So they thought, so did I land here by accident? I was not supposed to be here because I didn't have a certain power up. So at that point, I kept trying, 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 and by sheer luck. I managed to break that damn thing, despite the fact I hit it at the same place all over again. Mm -hmm. So that's my biggest issue with Ori. It makes you think that you're soft-locked. And my biggest, biggest problem is if there's only one save. You yeah. can copy the save to a different... Uh, there is three slots uh, for save, but you can only control one when you're playing the game. If you want to control the other one, you actually need to exit the game, and then you either start a new game, or you can copy-paste your save so that you have a backup. But that backup will only be to when you first, uh, and the first last time you created that save in the sense of created that backup. So that's why I have an issue with with it. All right, all right, that's that's not a problem. Um. So I mean, end of the day, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I I I I feel like if a reviewer reviewer, they should stop with these. I mean, if you're gonna have early access, either a the reviewer has to keep in mind that you're getting an early build, or b the developers need to give the early reviewers the day one patch or a 
pat a game that they would that the regular people would also have. So I, I mean, I guess if they want to avoid this problem in the future, just bro, just delay the game a week or well, however do we long know it is. Why it happened? Like, was do we, it was there some type of internal error or was it just more like more than Scott? Okay, so I I was um what's called remember that part where um after you meet the hub area where you can buy stuff, upgrade your equipment and everything. You go to the part where you need to go into the 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 very first the very first uh, rating game. You remember that place? Mm, I, I I forgot. The very first racing. Okay. Anyway, um, there is a place you can go up. I started going up with that um, sticky uh, thing, and at some point I wanted to go more up, more up because I'm just adventurous. I wanted to see what's up there because you know how they hide stuff. Yeah, and there yeah, it's, it's always hiding no points, real, yeah. Yeah, and there is no real, what's called, uh, like, uh, something that preventing you from going up. So I started to keep going up, and at some point, uh, I became just stuck. It teleported me to a place where I was literally stuck between two wood walls. And I was not supposed to be there, because clearly I can't go in, I can't go out. I started bottom mashing like crazy. I started, I restarted my game. I restarted my laptop. I reload everything. And then I, and at that point, I realized, shit, Ori have one save. And that save is auto-saved. And I'm auto-saved at that damn place. And I'm fucked. So, with sheer luck, constantly bottom mashing. Jumping, jumping, button knocking. I went on Google, tried to find any glitch, anything, found nothing. And by sheer luck, I, the, that, uh, what's called, that uh, wall broke and I got out. And the way I know it is a bug because I couldn't get back in. Mm. Normally, when a wall breaks, you can get out again, get back in. But yeah. I was able to get out, but I wasn't able to get back in. No matter how many times I tried to break it, slam it, anything. So that's why I knew it was a bunk, and that was just the first bunk. The second bunk is, is the one with underwater. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I, again, I guess I mean, in the future, or I mean, they need to, the developers need to get the damn get day one patch yeah, or, yeah. Or, or something like that before before the game is reviewed to the public. But even though, despite that. Or he still scored a nine overall. Yeah, they have two, two seven point oh. Nah, I mean the game is great. I don't, I don't really care what you yeah, say. Yeah, the game it is, is amazing. I, I mean, the, the thing I like about it though is like majority of the people that worked on this game all work remote. Like, yep. yeah, they, they didn't have like a set studio. Where everybody like they they met a couple of times a year type shit, and this was yeah, pretty much work from home. The project. It's a, it's <laughs> interesting. It's interesting how they have that um uh how they have that uh setup. But I, I want to do a quick uh quick impression on Ori. And I think next week I want I want Kofi I want you to do one on Neo, because um, I know you need probably longer to beat that game. Um, yeah. But uh, before for this week I, I just beat Ori two last night, and again the review should be going out hopefully tomorrow. Uh, but just the things they left, they left a room for Ori three. They kind of uh, did. Huh? 
They they kind of did, but then again, they not did. really. They I mean, they, they 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 left they left the opening. They left the opening for sure. Exactly. Uh, but but Moon Studios is making uh, I think an action adventure uh, third person I believe after this, after after oh, this okay. game. So it's gonna be interesting. Um, so so for Ori for those for those who don't know who played the first Ori Ori one is pr- primarily a platformer. It uh it specialized in time trials. No, I'm sorry, not time trials. Like the speed, like the speed traps and stuff. Like tra- escape from the bosses. There was no boss battles. It was just really a pure platforming game. Ori and the Will of Wisps takes what the other 2D platformers um, done great, like Hollow Knight, which is Hollow Knight, yeah, yeah, which is apparently one of the best 2D games that you could play. Um, and the combat is pretty good, but what but what makes Will of the Wisps even better for me is they take that with this with Ori One's platforming and combine it. So, for instance, that like as you can see in the screen, this is my gameplay. Like the the combat is smooth, and there's different weapons that you have equipped to you. You know what I mean? Like different things that you have, which they definitely took from Hollow Knight, but they improved on it. Um, some of the boss battles, I'm not trying to give spoilers, but it it incorporates platforming as well as like fighting, as well as um, escape scenes in, during the course of an official boss battle. That, that like that is dope. Like it, it adds all that element into the game. And the combat you know the, takes this to another the level. What? The dope is the boss battles have multiple layers to them. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I was gonna say. I, I don't. I don't want to give. I want people to experience it for themselves. But you'll yeah, see, like they're not. They're not regular like boss battles. Some of them are, but some of them aren't. And you got to use your platforming and the abilities that you gain um, to to your advantage. And you, they have different weapons. Like my favorite that I use is mainly. Um, I like the spear, man. That spear is dope as hell. I don't know. I see a lot of people using that hammer. Not spears. The spear is powerful, bro. A lot of people like the hammer, but the the spear is fire, bro. It does so much damage. The hammer does more damage, but slower. It is, but I mean, but like from from like distance, it's it's good, especially in boss battles. I use I use the spear a lot. But I mean, like for for me though, that that's one of the things that I that take. I mean, the review will go into a little bit more depth, but it's a must play for those who like. Um, platformers, and for those who like Hollow Knight, and you're curious to see what a uh, a better version of that is with color, with 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 more, uh, I guess, with a bigger budget and the music and everything that goes along with it, I recommend Will the Wisp. It's a great game. Um, review will show. Hopefully, will be out tomorrow, so you can see a uh, better in-depth uh, discussion about that. But uh, well, well, let's uh, let's let's turn tides here. We're going to talk about the the last topic of the day. Um, which is what didn't Phil Spencer dropped the bomb or Digital Foundry dropped the bomb, and I want uh, I actually want Nubs to to cover it real quick. I know I know I know you I know you've been no. up. so so what <laughs> happened so what happened today that dropped dropped the bomb for the interwebs man on Xbox front. So Microsoft uh, let the, the the guys at Digital Foundry come in and literally do a teardown. Um, of the Xbox Series X and pretty much say everything about it except for the price. <laughs> yeah, let me see if I can find so that. Was, that was pretty... Like, I woke up this morning, like, I'm, like, getting on my laptop to work home, work from home or whatever, and then I see you guys are in chat talking about something. I'm like, what? <laughs> Kobe's like, yeah, this happened. I'm like, I just woke up to this. Was <laughs> not was it planned? No, they, they they have talks planned tomorrow and Wednesday for their GDC shit. This is completely That's, separate this, from that. Yeah, this is separate. This this was just out the blue, like yo, 
here's the console, here's the pieces, you can take it apart and put it together, this is what's in this shit. Period. So, this is what happened to me with Final Fantasy 7 demo. How I woke yeah. up and I literally saw everything. Okay. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like people saying, like, it was great, I finished the demo. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this, this is an over different feeling like i'm just surprised at how bold and in-depth they decided to go like there's there's no secrets now minus how much this shit's going to cost and we're not going to hear about that till june i'm sure so power move it is what's a big take, power move what's your take on the whole uh, ssd thing mm. oh as, as far as the as far as the memory slots so One from what i got external or, from, from uh, what external. i got from that is from if you listen to digital foundry you can't run Series X games or exclusive games from your external hard drives. It has to be on some form of SSD. Yep. Thing is, there are no exclusive Series X games, so that's not necessarily going to be an issue yet. Like that is going to be an issue, but it's not going to be an issue in your turn, at Wait, least. Is that not stupid to do that? What do you mean? You can you can run everything that's Xbox One and down on external. Just not exclusive uh, games. From I mean, just not exclusive because the, the, the exclusive Series X games are made with having an SSD. All the other games, they, they have to work on, on Xbox One. So, so you they, actually they, need to buy another uh, SSD that costs around between $250 or something. We don't know how much it's going to cost. We don't, we don't know about the price. It, com it comes with a one terabyte one now. Um, it does come with a one terabyte and then can expand and i'm pretty sure by the time that this becomes a real factor there's going to be other options and ssd should be cheaper by then too real quick i, want to, I just want, i just want to cover some of the things that they that they have here that they showed man um it's it's a pretty it's pretty fucking dope how they have this man like they have uh you know they have the split motherboard uh, I don't even know how they even like implemented that the heat sink uh, chassis ch chases. I don't know how to say that vapor chamber as well that they had in the Xbox Series One, uh, Xbox One X, um, with the with that big ass fan that they have on the top, like it it is dope. And then one of the highlights that they that they they showed in Digital Fan covered this more in their video is the I think their little feature that they have that even PC guys don't really have that I could think of the whole what was it called Quick Resume. Nope. Oh yeah, right. uh, yeah. Yeah, was it up to four games? I'm gonna actually play. Oh it, no, this it, is the so speed. Apparently, it has to do with the size of the game that you're trying to suspend. So, if it's a newer game, like let's say it's a game that was made only for ninth gen, whenever that happens, it mm -hmm. would possibly take up a larger cache. Yeah, than something the, in the gen. There'll, there'll be less of those games, but you can suspend more of the older games because they have a smaller footprint. So they're all getting stored in storage, and that storage is not infinite. I gotta find so, a YouTube video on that. Yeah, but, but basically, but basically, what it what it talks about is how you could. I mean, what they show, they had like they had um, Forza Four, they had um, State of Decay Two, and some other games as well, where they they just inter inter interchange between those games, and because of that, like it, it's almost like it's like a couple seconds, boom, it, it, and then you go to another game, like quick resume, boom, like that is pretty dope because even on PC when you alt tab. Some of the times it actually kicks you out of the game, like it, like it, you have to restart. It. it doesn't start from where you start, especially if you play EA games. Like when I'll be playing FIFA, I accidentally alt tab on accident, and it boots me out completely. So it's it's an interesting feature that I I, I even noticed some of the PC guys were talking about. But anyway, no. Uh, you can play two two triple A games at the same time. Or? They showed they showed like five or six that were suspended mm -hmm. that they were just able yeah, to jump right back to. Hellblade and Forza and, and we're we're talking like. Them. 
all at the same time. They're running at the same time. There's a safe state of them running at the same time. There go. I got I got a video right here um, of the of them showing it. Right, quick zoom that they you know it's a, the tech demo that they that they have, and it's it's okay. a, it's a neat. Nah, go, go ahead and play it, bro. It's like a minute. All right, yeah, I'll play, I'll play. Copy, copy. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it, was this not the downfall of the Vita with the whole SSD thing? It. A lot of people believe that. I partially believe that was part of it. I also think third-party support was part of that as well, though, of why the Vita died. But that proprietary hardware is something that is um, not exciting to hear. I will also say that I don't think it's going to be that different for PlayStation. I think that this custom yeah, SSD... There's rumors for them to have one, too. Yeah. Right. I don't know if you guys can see it. You see how Both of these are making yeah. proprietary SSDs. And if, yeah. I mean, if Sony's is faster, imagine how much the, the expansions for that shit's going to be if, be if they choose to do expansion. Yeah, I would say I, I wouldn't count as the proprietary thing being the death of the Vita because Nintendo has always had proprietary. That's true. Not now. Not now. The Vita, I mean, the Switch doesn't. Not into the Switch, but like the 3DS and all the okay. DS. Or, okay. and they sold gangbusters. I mean, but, I, as but on, but, but, but huge. Yeah, go ahead, Rich, go ahead. You and I, Kofi, yeah, the, like the Vita know. just had less compelling cool. hardware. Man. Like that was that was the yeah. thing. Sony especially in the states dropped the ball Vita. It was the best handheld on the market, and they still somehow dropped the ball on. Proprietary, I don't think will kill it. It can be a problem, but I think all of the systems are probably going to go that way. Um, so saw, I don't know if you guys saw that, but that that's will, I had to buy another one proprietary. Yeah, I mean, let's uh, listen, listen, listen. You, you you get one terabyte, right? I mean, right now I don't even. Have, I've been lazy. I I did not get an external one terabyte or multiple terabytes like I'm supposed to. I still had like the was it the 500 man. I just, I just, I just, I just delete the games, man. I, honestly, I just delete the ones I don't play on my Xbox, um, and then I just rotate. So for me, it's not really gonna be much of an issue, honestly, because I'll just play maybe a couple games that I'll have in my storage, and then leave it at that. Um, See, I'm the guy who I, I pull like I have my phone after work, and I'll have to tell my PlayStation to go download this latest demo because I don't have time to come home and then download something that's a gig. I need, right. I need to be ready when I'm on. I understand. You know? I mean, I, I, right. what I do though, I download the ones that I play now, and if I am interested, in, I'll, I'll have it download in the background. Then I'll just play my PlayStation, or I'll switch to my PC, and I do the same thing on PlayStation. If I want to wait and download, and Omar is kicking my, kicking my knees and talking about you're gonna play this game, <laughs> I'll eventually download fucking, you know what I mean? Was it the, the, the dinosaur hunting game what or whatever? Eco. See, see, Shadow Colossus. I gotta download it. I'll have have it downloaded. And I'll finish the game on Xbox. So I just switch over like that. It doesn't really bother me. But I know, like you, it, I can see it being a problem. But one terabyte is it's pretty big. But you know, I wonder it's, how much these will cost. I do want to add on. Go ahead, Omar. And then I'll I'll, I'll go after. Okay, just want to to give a shout out to Xbox because this feature looks amazing. Looks isn't amazing. that dope? Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah, that's something definitely different. Enough. Yeah, there's a lot of things to like. With this features, uh, but I'm just curious uh, because it's shown that it can run uh, further and Hellblade at the same time, so it should run Gears of War five and further at the same time. Then yeah, right. I think yeah, they're they're highlighting Gears now. They said it's already running at uh at a hundred frames, I believe. And they're yeah, trying they're, they're they're trying to get it to four K one twenty for the campaign. So so like, Kofi, when when you when you have Gears and Ultra, what does it run at? Then you say it runs at ninety. 
Yeah. So no, absolutely. It's like no, just that. <laughs> just so people know my specs. So I have a 1080 Ti, 8600 K, but I run ultra, ultra wide. So I'm running a 35 inch mm. monitor curved at 1440p, and I get somewhere like 90 frames. But duh, they were talking about ultra ultra settings on the Series X that right. they don't even have on the PC. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're, like, that's they're crazy. Talking about, that's a 4K. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so my it's... pixel count is still under that, even though it's an ultra wide. True. Um, we we have to see. We have to see what Sony does. But this is great news for Xbox because it means like people that saying like, yo, like Microsoft don't care about what Xbox does and they only care about um, the PC space and stuff. They're putting a lot of effort in fucking customizing the Series X. So it goes to show, I think, I think they're also focusing on consoles. I mean, the main priority is software sales and, and, and game and game pass and things like that. But they're they're releasing a beast hardware and it, and for hardcore fans um that are that are in the chat, like my like nubs, like myself, that is pretty dope. And I can't wait to see uh, well, I can't wait to see what Sony does. I want to see if it's close. I want both of them yeah. to be powerful, to be honest. Okay, so two things I want to say. Um, first of all, is I read somewhere an article that both for both PlayStation and Xbox, you actually need a, a new TV if you want to play their game. I'm not, not sure how long that to be. Uh, not, I don't know. I don't. I I, I know that they you, you you would need 120 you need 120 megahertz uh, TV to to be able to access the 120 frames right. speed. You, you and need that's, that's HDMI 2.1 to go over 60. Exactly. But most there, most, there most are... TVs don't go over sixty now, so you have to get okay. the. If you want, if you want the OLED that does one hundred twenty, I think the C nine does it. So. The C nine does. The other one is. Um, or just get a monitor. Was, or just play on a monitor. Rumor that uh, not rumor, more like there was a leaker on Fortune or something that predicted this uh, whole setup for Xbox Series X, and he turned out to be correct. But he also said, stated that Sony is going to have the one with 13 teraflops. So I'm curious. Uh, we'll see, man. Does that have merit? Because really, for me, I don't care. You know, we don't do rumors. Or what? But that's the thing. It's not more a rumor when he was proven correct. He already predicted the game tax setup that was revealed today. So that's why I'm thinking so. Maybe it'll be interesting, yeah. but but what I hear, what I hear from other people, again, this is rumors that I, I fucking hate talking about, is that Sony's gonna be most likely faster. The SSD is actually faster, yeah. apparently, but we, but a weaker console. So we'll see what the yeah. compromise is and how much faster are they and how much weaker are they if that's the case. So right. we'll see. Yeah, you you didn't even touch on the velocity architecture shit, bro. I don't as, I don't know nothing. This, is, is, <laughs> this shit is Chinese to me, like, man. Files, I, I was, making file sizes smaller. Like, that's that's all. Thing. That's all dope and good. I yeah, want to see was... the implementation and I want to see the games that show off these things. I want I want them to utilize these things. And I mean, like already, even though it's a two D game, maximized it was it was pushing the X to its limits. It was fucking freezing left and right because of it. Like there's so much shit going on. I want to see that. In the beginning, you know what I mean. Like most of the times, you won't see the the uh, the max of your console until the end of the generation. Like the Last of Us Two is going to be pushing all bells and whistles for the PlayStation. You right. know what I mean. So we'll see if that's going to be the case. It might be. I mean, we, this is also the first console we're dealing with that has like locked clocks, like at that's launch. True. I mean, they're locked. They're they're not going to fluctuate. 
that that's it's gonna that's run like that all at all times regardless of the game and they so. tested it they tested it in the fucking desert apparently like like if you guys don't know what we're talking about check out digital foundry's video um of them being in redmond and them hands-on talking with the the team talking about how they implemented it. they they put in it uh putting it together and you know i think they were talking about how the clock speeds were and they're like yeah they tested it in the desert to see if it overheats like that's crazy you know what i mean like so and it didn't apparently but so is this is this then the final product when it comes to to the console as a whole or at, at this point yeah i mean we're, we're at the yeah. production phase now there's uh, yeah i'm, I'm, I'm not sure changes. if it's the final final no, but i mean but the specs i think the specs are pretty no, no, much no, no, final. No, i'm not talking about the spec i'm talking about the visual Oh yeah, it is like a box. That box. No, that yeah. box. That's it. Yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty okay. much it, man. That's pretty much it. But anyway, um, it's two GameCubes. We gotta. Yeah, okay. exactly. What? Anyone else want to say something before we close this out? Reg don't care. I, I'm going to say one last thing about Sony. I don't think Sony is going to stop to start caring about the PlayStation Five until they have released all them bangers. That because makes sense. They don't, they don't want PlayStation 5 to overshadow their bangers. So Omar, think, you think they won't have an announcement till after June? That's a uh, long time. When does, when does uh, God of Tsushima drop? 26th. June. June. Oh, 20, uh, yeah, June 26th. I'm sorry. That's kind of late. That's kind of late for marketing, though. You need a marketing push. It usually takes I, several I, months. Yeah, but I... Uh, that's the that's the um, <coughs> that's how they are playing with fire. It's a double-edged sword. It can go both. Did they did they announce because... the PlayStation Three before or after The Last of Us? I'm not. Yeah, sure anyone, anybody know? You mean did they announce the PlayStation Four before or after? I'm the sorry, four. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. The four. It like, was what's... shown at E3 the year prior. Yeah. Uh... It was shown in 2012. E3. That was when. Remember that video when Joel blew the guy's head off in the house. Yeah. When they got to the house, oh man, remember that moment? That was yeah, that was yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm but listen, I'm not gonna let y'all ponies turn it back to PlayStation. <laughs> when we ended on Xbox news, listen, Ori Two is out. But play it. Bleeding Edge, oh, real quick, and then we gotta close okay, this out, motherfucker. Listen, I appreciate you guys coming through. We're gonna close this out, but again, there's games out now. Ori Two is out. Play it. It's a must play. Yeah, I have I played it on a hard if you want to challenge. If you like Omar and thinks it's easy because he has on a normal and he's a fraud, play it on normal. Um, <laughs> you are you are now, motherfucker. Alright, so bleeding bleeding edge uh, is coming out, I think, in two weeks. Neo 2 is out and Kofi's gonna be doing his review on it next week. Yeah, um, that's a lot of game. And we'll be the yep. show. And then Persona Animal Animal on the 30th. On March twentieth. The twentieth? That's the uh, Oh, that's this week. All right, so we're going to do early impressions with you then, bro, if you're going to get it. And we'll have it for the 23rd. All right, great. So, so there's a lot of games coming out on March, man. Definitely check them out. Uh, we're going to close this out, everybody. So let me go to Reg, man, with you and your new fucking avatar. Do your outro, my guy. Um, As always, guys, it is a blast to be here. Um, Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. Um, You can't find me anywhere special today, so just, you know, uh, 0x 386 on any of your favorite platforms. I will be there. Uh, anything I want to play? Get Animal Crossing or get Doom, whichever one. I, I get them both. I say, you know, in in oh, this right, in Doom this too. time of turmoil and uncertainty um, and work from homeness, 
maybe something soft and comfortable like a nice Animal Crossing will like really take your mind off everything else. All I'm saying. Facts, facts. That's that's a very good point, man. You guys definitely stay stay out, stay safe out there, and enjoy gaming, enjoy your backlog, and um, you know, definitely, definitely keep your keep your health in check. Let's go to Omar, my guy. I know ne- Netherlands in lockdown. Where people can find you? Yeah, people can find me at uh, Twitter, Caravan underscore Chap, and I'm also a writer at Tick Games. Yes. I just finished my article about how. As um, Square Enix dropped the ball with the Final Fantasy 15, and they should have just kept it to 13. And I mm. highlight that. Can't wait to release that. And yeah, thanks for having me, and uh, good to be here. Yes, sir. Creative underscore Kofi. What's going on, everybody? Awesome panel. Um, you guys had me not thinking about the virus, and yes. that is yes. why I love this podcast so much. Um, you guys can catch me. Uh, on um, Thursday nights at 9 Eastern on Saltiest Gaming Podcast and Saturdays with Bloody Knuckles. Yeah, shout out to those two gentlemen. Shout out to Bloody. Um, We got to get Bloody back on here too. Yeah, he was actually talking about coming back on when you're ready. Um, And then, of course, guys, translations for Famitsu and Dengeki PlayStation on Wednesdays, usually around noon Eastern. And uh, yeah, man, let's let's talk a lot more games next time as well. Yes, sir. Game impressions are next week, so you already know what it is. My guy, Captain Xbox. Hey, you. Um, I would like to point out that uh, due to this uh, this quarantining nature of uh, our world today, this is a great time to catch up on one piece. So don't tell me you don't got time now because you have time. <laughs> <laughs> um, catch up on one piece. <laughs> you one piece, y'all. You wild, bro. Um, yeah, I'm gonna just uh. Try to stay safe. Try to stay healthy. And wish the same to y'all. Um, y'all can uh, my my, my Xbox is now Jubei X Sensei. So um, yeah, y'all want to hit me up on there? We cool. And it's the pretty much the same for everything else. Just take the X out. And you, for, uh, you for, and you forgot though. Is, I, was it you? Or was it Pharaoh that wanted that smoke? Whoever beats Pharaoh or or Nubs or sorry Jubei Sensei. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. So the Madden champ here, go ahead. So basically anybody who's uh who's down to challenge me in Madden, if you are able to beat me, because um, I'm pretty good, uh you will get a fifteen dollar gift card uh for Xbox. Courtesy Indeed. of BGP. Indeed, VGP. Oh, so this is this is a challenge. This is a gaming challenge for y'all. I'm gonna start doing this, man. Oh, oh, you, you left out the most. You left out the most. Yes. Part. Yo, if you lose, you gotta wear that L. You got. You gotta announce it. You gotta announce to the world that you took that L. I'll say that. I'll let. Uh, I'll let FC make the arrangements and. You know. mm-hmm. Let me know. D- DM me and as well as Pharaoh, and then and then we'll we'll get this squared away. If you could beat Pharaoh Bizarre and Madden on Xbox, you will get a fifteen dollar Xbox. Uh, uh, I guess cash giveaway or a card or whatever via VGP. And uh, we're going to start doing this. I'm going to keep this up, man. So I'm going to want the next thing we're going to do. Probably, probably Jubei Sensei and DBZ yeah, or something. It's about so, to be some fight. Come, so, yeah, come so, so, so definitely we're going to start doing this. It's going to be it's gonna be a fun little thing. If you could be Feral, you you the GOAT. So anyway, that's it. Feral, where, where people can find you? We'll close this out. Uh, you can find me on Xbox and PSN at Bizarre5000. And you can find me on Twitter at Feral Bizarre. 
Yes, sir. And this is FC Violent. Appreciate you guys coming through, talking gaming. I know there's a lot of craziness going out there, but keep yourself safe, keep sane, and keep it gaming. You already know what it is. This is FC Violent. We out of here. Peace. Later. Oh, oh.